everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dev Party. I am Vanya, and over there, which is I don't know where, is Eric. Hi, everybody. And how do you not know where I am? <laughs> I don't. Where are okay. you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I am. <laughs> exactly. See? But I do know that this is our 20th episode of Dev Party. Oh my gosh, are you serious? That's I am crazy. serious. The big 2-0, yeah. Oh my gosh, we're almost of age. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, sure. Not quite. So, <laughs> what do we do here, Vanya? What are we doing? Okay, so if you are new and you haven't listened to the last 19 episodes of these mini-episodes we do between our main episodes... Have I said episodes enough? I'm not sure if I have. Let's say it one more time. These episodes are Eric and I developing film. We talk about different film emulsions. We talk about chemicals. Uh, Sometimes we just kind of bullshit. (laughs) Today we're going to be kind of giving... I know. Okay. Maybe all the time. (laughs) Today we're going to focus on... um, four by five sheets, and we're going to be talking a little bit more instead of about the film and the development, uh, more about the actual tanks that we're using. So we're using two different tanks. I'm going to be using the Stearman Press tank, and Eric is uh, using the 20th century camera? I'm using 20th century camera reel, yes. And we also will okay. be talking about the other one, the Mod 54. So we're going to be talking about three different ways that you can develop 4x5 film in yes. regular tanks or in the steam and press tank. Um, the pros and the cons and what we like best. So, yeah. yay! But so first, let's add the developer. How You want to start developing here? Um, <laughs> well, that's a funny story. You can go ahead and start. Uh, okay, so you. are you, you're doing color, correct? I'm doing color, yes. Okay, so ECN2, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Okay, you can go ahead and start. I am actually going to hang back here and continue rinsing, uh, which I have a funny story. (laughs) Tell us your funny story about why you're still rinsing your film. So when I came back from our road trip, I had a bunch of film that needed to be developed, and I wasn't going to develop it right away because of dev parties and all sorts of things. So... I got most of my film back in my little mini fridge, but unfortunately I couldn't get it all in there. So I emptied a drawer in my refrigerator and I put my sheets in there. Well, Marley decided, oh, there's a drawer here with not that much stuff. I'm going to put this yogurt in this drawer as well and put it sideways. <laughs> so was this yogurt that was already opened or was this yogurt yes. that was... Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was like a... I don't know, like a quart size. So you just like kind of, we don't get the little like mini ones. We just get like a quart size and then make whatever with that. So sure, uh, that ended up in the drawer and it spilled all over all of my holders. Um, some of them worse than others. And one of the bad ones is what I am rinsing right now because when I tried to pull it out of the holder, it was like stuck and I had to peel it out. Don't know if... Anything's coming out, unfortunately, but it, I don't know, maybe it's kind of like a, like, cool film soupy flow. I don't know. Maybe maybe you've discovered a new thing. You can soak your film in yogurt. Yeah, maybe. 
So I think I'm done rinsing. I mean, I honestly, I've, I've rinsed about three or four times. Um, Do you notice anything probably, coming out? Like, was there like yogurty chunks coming out of your pre-wash? No, uh, it's Kodak 320, like Triax sheets. Okay. And there's definitely like that, you know, residue that you, when you pre-soak regularly. Oh, it's sure. It's getting yeah. a little lighter every single time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, I don't know. I'm going to go for it. Uh, I'm okay. developing it in Rodinol 1 plus 50, so it's kind of a long development. It's about 14 minutes. Okay. Uh, but I just recently developed some uh, same time, 14 yeah. minutes, and I really, really liked the results. So let's cool. go for it. Cool. Go for it. I've got 30 seconds left on my development. <laughs> As I'm pouring mine in. That's fantastic. We're really good at timing today. We are. We're amazing. Uh, ECN2 is quick. It's three minutes for developing, three minutes for bleach, and five minutes for fixing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the film that you're developing? Do you remember where you shot it and what camera you used? I have... Well, let me pour out here. Pour out my developer. I'll tell you a little bit what I shot. So the film I was using is called Kodak... I think it's Ektachrome 6121, and it's not your normal kind of film. It's a duplicating film. I believe it was for making negatives into positives. So if you take your film to a lab and it's like a negative, and it's like, oh, I'll make a slide of this. I think this is what they used for. So it's not, it's not good film. It's not Ektachrome, but it does give some really interesting results. It's not a trick film, you know, like... You know, a lot of the weird trick films that are out now, but it does give some interesting colors sometimes. Sometimes it renders, sometimes it renders things really true to life, though, and that's kind of fun. So, what, so what it's I've a mixed actually, bag of sorts. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's, well, like a lot of slide films, it's really, it's really picky about the kind of light that you give it, like the intensity of light. So, I don't know. I like the, I like the results with it. I really like it in ECM, too. These aren't produced anymore. These were, I'm not, I don't know when the, uh, the expiration date on it is. I think, actually, hold on. Let me look at my notes. My notes tell me that the expiration was, uh, no, 1991. There we go. Okay. 1991. And um, these are probably towards the end of the trip. So maybe Nebra no, the other one, Nevada and okay. Idaho. Maybe things like that. Not really sure. And how about you? What are you? What did you capture on your little magic sheets of silver? <laughs> okay, uh, one side there's a piece of washi tape with uh, X eyes and a dead face. So I'm assuming okay. I blew that shot. <laughs> that sounds like something you would write if you blew a shot. Yes. <laughs> Those are my notes, by the way. <laughs> there's gonna be either a happy face or a dead X eyes face. <laughs> Fair enough. We all so, take notes in different ways. Yes. So uh, that's a blown shot. I'm pretty sure I know, I know exactly what happened. I had the uh, lens open to focus it, and uh -huh. I forgot to close it, and I put in my holder and opened it up, and boom, you know, I'm sure someone else has done this before. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the damn time, and I, I remember that I have the lens open the second I pull the dark yep. slide. The second I pull Same. it, like, fuck. It's yeah. maddening. So, funny thing is, you kind of, when you do it, 
you're quick to say like, oh, fuck, or something. And to me, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I do more of like a slow-mo one. It's interesting. Uh, so that's one sheet. The other sheet was actually a photograph Marley took at Gates of Lodor. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, her first four by five shot, which might be destroyed by her own yogurt. So wouldn't hmm, that just maybe be <laughs> irony? I guess I'm not really sure. <laughs> Some sort of natural consequence. I don't know. <laughs> I hope it doesn't stop her from trying four by five again because yogurt uh, that can stop a lot of people. So yeah. The other shot, there's no notes for. <laughs> okay. Completely empty. That's great. So that's going to be a surprise. And I had one that wasn't exposed yet, so I actually just shot it on the floor in my living room. We're actually ripping out all the carpet. We have gorgeous hardwood floors underneath. So I would, I did what anybody else would do. I put my Graflex on the floor and I put roller skates on and I took three one-second exposures with one of the negatives. That's, that's exactly what I would have done. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, I, I need, before they refinish it, I figured Marley and I should do some skating around the house for fun. You know, why not? I absolutely agree. Okay, so uh, let's get into the tanks. I'm sure that's let's. why people actually want to listen. <laughs> why well, don't you talk about... So. Your tank first. Well, the tank that I'm using is actually a Patterson tank. It's the same Patterson tank that you would use for developing 35 or 120 or 127 if you're getting really freaky. So the, the company 20th Century Camera, they make this um, kind of a weird looking reel. It is 3D printed and I'm never a huge fan of 3D printed anything. And to get me to actually like something that's 3D printed, it really needs to kind of come together. Uh, and I think in a lot of ways this did. With all of these tanks, there's pros and cons. And this is very weird to load. Uh, I know I've had trouble with it. I actually wrote the company saying, look, I loaded it right, and there's all these streaks on it. What the hell is going on? And they wrote back saying, well, you probably loaded it backwards. And of course, my first instinct was saying, see, another company blaming their customers for fucking something up. And then I looked at how I loaded it, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, never mind. It was my fault, I'm sorry. <laughs> so well, at least you can admit that. <laughs> of course, yeah, when you fuck up, you admit it. So what I do like about it, because it is weird to load, you have to load it on its side, and you kind of feed the sheets in with the notches going last on the left-hand side, it's weird. Um, you, you get used to it. You get used to it. But the first couple times you're doing it is weird and bizarre. <laughs> Definitely. I, I actually have to go online and look and double-check. Like, just I just need to see a picture of a sheet going in because I second-guess myself still. And maybe because <laughs> I haven't used it that much, but I definitely do that. And I have, um, the company makes a two and a quarter, three and a quarter. And that's actually how I learned about this company. Uh, oh, because yeah. those were the only reels that I could find to develop the sheets in the baby Graflex. That's right. So, that's right. So those sheets are awkwardly put in too. <laughs> but we do like some things about it. Like it does, well, it's kind of pros and cons here too. It, 
it does six sheets at once. And that's really nice. Um, unfortunately, it takes a thousand milliliters of chemicals to make that happen. And that's a lot of chems per, per sheet. If you're doing color, uh, that's fine because you, you, know, you can reuse it. If you're doing another black and white developer that you can reuse, that's great. But if you're doing like rotenol or HC110, you, you do end up almost, almost wasting chemicals in a way. Well, I mean, I guess you could dilute it and have a longer development. Like to, uh, today you I'm could. doing 1 plus 50 and that's, yeah. you know, a 14 minute. That's not even that long, honestly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the long developments, I mean, I know that you kind of prefer them. Because you can uh, kind of forget about it and kind of fuck up a little bit. It doesn't matter. Um, that said, I'm doing a short dev here, so who knows? Do you want to talk about the tank you're using now, the Stearman Press tank? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, um, the Stearman Press is the first tank that I got for 4x5, and that was recommended by you. You told it me was. to get I it. It was. I love it. Uh-huh. Uh, I went into freestyle before, you know, all of this mess that was, it's still going on. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a hundred bucks. <laughs> this is expensive. Yeah. Um, I was really surprised. I was like, okay, you know, that's pretty pricey. So I was a little bit hesitant, but this is what I need. And I kind of already knew that if I was going to get into four by five, that it was going to cost a little bit more money. And, um, you know, I was prepared for that. Yeah. So I started developing with this tank. And unlike the 20th century reel, it's the same way that you load sheets in your holder. So you, the notches are in your right index finger when you load the sheets in your holder. And it's the same when you put them in the Stearman Press tank. And yes. I really like that. It I makes like loading it so easy. <laughs> It really, really does. So um, it loads four sheets, so you can do two holders at a time, and that's still not too bad. I mean, obviously, if you are going on a long road trip and you're shooting a lot of 4 by 5 I would recommend maybe trying the one that you have. Yes. Because six sheets is definitely a lot. But what's cool is that it yes. takes only 500 millimeters of chemicals to make that happen. Yes. So it's less cams per sheet. Yes. And I really like it. Um, The one thing I would say that's a little bit awkward with mine, at least, is the top doesn't look completely like flush. There's a crack or it doesn't like close. It seems like it doesn't close all the way. There's a gap. Yeah. It is light tight. It just looks like it's flimsy and that the lid will pop off. I've never had that problem, but it always feels like it's going to. Yeah, it has an O-ring in it, so yeah, it it is tight, but that always feels weird, so what I end up doing is actually getting a piece of tape and, like, taping it down, because in my mind, that just makes me feel better about it. It has two openings, there's a vent, and then there's a fill, and that's helpful. And then also, um, this tank is really durable, and... The plastic is thick, but I also like to kind of, when I pour in my chemicals, I squeeze it to kind of get all or some or most of the air out of it, and then I close it up. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. One thing that you do have to um, kind of keep in mind with the steam and press tank is that the film is laid against a, uh, a surface, like the back of the film is laid against a surface. And because of that, you need to really agitate kind of hard 
during the fixing stage because the fixer needs to get on both sides of the of the of the film rather than just the emulsion side like what the developer does. So the fix- I have noticed so, that. Yeah. So if you don't agitate it enough, you'll get a streak on the back. It's not mm-hmm. fatal. You can refix and rewash. Mm-hmm. But it's just something to keep in mind. They do have two different versions out there. Uh, one of the earlier ones and one of the later ones, and I've got both. I definitely like the later one better. The earlier one still works, and also, if you've got both of them and you are, um, I guess, organized, you can double fist them <laughs> and do two at once. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, we have one other tank to talk about, that, or one other reel, I guess, or adapter. I'm not sure what these things are actually called. Not tanks, obviously. Um, it's the Mod 54, and I'm... I like this one the least, I think, but that said, I've never had a failure with it that wasn't my fault. And again, it's the same problem as the 20th century camera one, uh, where you can load them backwards. And you have to load these kind of, it feels backwards when you're loading them. You kind of have to like, kind of cup the, the sheet and kind of squeeze it into these little slots and let it go and hope that you've got, got it on the right slots and... It's a real a huge pain in the ass to load, and it doesn't seem to hold them really tightly because every time I've ever pulled out the uh, the adapter with the sheets on it after the wash, the sheets have kind of fell together, and okay. it's never I've never I've never fucked up a sheet because of it. It hasn't happened during the development phase. It always happens I think during the wash phase, and that, probably because I'm a pretty intense washer, I guess. You are. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, like the 20th century camera, it takes twice the chemicals as the Stearman press. Okay. The Stearman press is the most expensive, but it also, at the end of the day, saves the most because it doesn't waste as much chemicals as the other ones. Yeah. If Stearman press wanted to really knock it out of the park, they would make a tank that does six or even eight. And I would buy that in a heartbeat. I mean, I think that they could, definitely. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, if you really wanted to like to uh, to hack these things, you could get a couple of them and hack them and, and make them work. Uh, make them fit eight of them. So there is other ways to develop 4x5 too. I remember in photo class seeing my teacher kind of roll them and put a rubber band over them and then stick them in the tank that way, which I have never done. I have. I don't know if I ever want to do that. Oh, have you? How'd it go? Don't do it. Um, <laughs> one of the things that can happen and always happened with me was when you put the fur band or hair tie or whatever you're using to make the taco method. And what the taco method is, is you take a 4x5 sheet and you fold it emulsion side in. You kind of fold it around, kind of curve it around, and you put a rubber band or a hair tie or something around it to hold it there and you put four of them in a Peterson tank or you put four of them in a Patterson tank and you develop and um, it does develop the emulsion it also because of the rubber band thing it doesn't allow it to it doesn't allow the developer to flow evenly over the the emulsion and so you get uneven development I have some examples of that I think on my Flickr page I seriously don't recommend doing the taco method it's not worth it if you are shooting 4x5 there are better ways to do it. If you're still using Patterson tanks, 
you can absolutely use a 20th century camera or the Mod 54. If you want to go all in, you can do the Stearman press tank. I would recommend the Stearman press tank if you can swing it. How about you? How do you feel about all that? I don't know. I I think I want to say the Stearman press obviously is the easiest for me, um, but I really like the 20th century camera reel. I don't mind loading it. It's okay. Uh, it does six sheets, which is great because I've been using the Graphmatic back a lot, so I am shooting uh, six sheets yes. at a time yeah. usually. So yeah. that's quite helpful. I would like to try to trade develop soon. I think oh. that I would probably yeah. like that the most. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so far what I have, the two options I have are good for me. Um, I know okay. you showed me there's another type of insert that you can put in a tank. There is, yeah. At. I was. I think um, I think this is, it's very similar to the 20th century camera, except that it's more enclosed. I forget who makes mm -hmm. it, and I really should not forget who makes that. But it looks sort of like a PVC pipe, but it isn't. And it looks, it, you load it the same way that you load, kind of the same way you load the 20th century camera, but you load it from the top. I would like to try it, but it's just one more, I don't know if I need to, it's just, it's just one more way to, to develop uh, 4x5. And I don't know if I need yet another way to develop 4x5. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I think that when it comes down to it, the one that you recommended me was probably has probably been the best one so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if someone asked me what what to get, I would probably recommend this one first. I would. So I would agree. Press wins for me. And I think it wins for me as well. Yeah. Now, if they made one that did six or eight, it would be no, no contest, no contest. Yeah. And we'll have links to all three that we've reviewed here. Um, and I think all three, you're going to get good results if you follow the directions and you know what you're doing. You're going to yeah, get good I mean, results. something that works for me might not work for you and, you know, vice versa. These are just obviously our opinions. And yeah. Of course, when it comes down to it, whatever you feel comfortable with doing, do that. Exactly. So, where are you in your development, Vanya? <laughs> I'm still developing. I'm just oh my god, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm fixing. Oh, are you? Okay. <laughs> I have just washed everything, and I have some negatives to look at. <gasps> Yay! Let's see them. Yeah, these are really, really curled. Wow, these are really curled. It's not usually something that happens with the, with the 20th century camera adapter reel thing. It must be really? the film is is just it's old. You know, it's, it's old. And... Yeah, it's a little it's a little curvy. Um, yeah, I guess they look okay. It's hard to take a picture of them now because they're so curvy. But um, wouldn't shock me if I had a little bit of uneven development here and there. I did actually uh, when I loaded these this batch, I had to take it out and reload one of them because I did not load it right. Oh. Yes. And one of the nice things about unloading this uh, 20th century camera one is if you have loaded the pictures backwards or wrong, you can definitely tell. <laughs> It'll tell you. All right, these look okay. You of course I won't know until we check in with future Eric. Let's check in with future Eric and see how his scans have turned out. Okay, so I have got four 4x5 shots in color. I don't often shoot color 4x5, and so it's always kind of an event. And this, uh, the film I was using was Kodak Ektachrome Duplication Film. Uh, it was a cheap color film, and I really love the tones that it produces, and if you especially in ECN2. So I was using the 20th Century Camera 
real adapter thing that you can shove six sheets into it. It's good. It's a good idea. Unfortunately, um, the execution is poor. It's very bad. On the device itself, it, you slide the sheet films into like two little slots, and then there is an arm that sort of holds it in place. The arm puts a tension on the film sheet, and that tension, I guess, disrupts the chemicals, and I get uneven development. I've looked at Vanya's photos that she's taken and developed with same uh, with the same adapter, and she's also getting that kind of a, a it, it, it turns to be like a like a overdeveloped line essentially down the middle of your photo up and down from the top to bottom and it's very noticeable in the sky you can sometimes you know work around it in in some kind of photoshop situation um i couldn't in these they're, they're very noticeable and especially like when it's smaller uh like on instagram or whatever it's very very noticeable um so unfortunately, I'm I'm going to be sending my back for a refund, and I don't usually do things like that. But it was like seventy bucks or something, so I'm not gonna just eat that. Um, it's a good idea. I don't know if they can make it work at some point somehow, but uh, it's a bummer. I'm I'm really bummed that I've got um, four, and then I I messaged the company, and they said it's a possibility that I I had the um, negatives flipped around the wrong way. And so that the arm in question was on the emulsion side. And that's definitely not the case, uh, for this. And I've done that once accidentally. And you can really tell when the emulsion's touching that arm. And this is not the case. It is not a sharp line. It is not a, uh, you can tell when the emulsion is like interrupted. It's not what's happening here. There's just a tension on it. Very similar to if you've ever done the taco method of developing four by five sheets. It's that same, uh, tension on the film uh, that uh, creates this. And with color, you're developing very quickly, and so there should be less of that. Even so, uh, Vanya's black and whites with the same mark, and my black and whites with the same mark, were developed much slower at a more normal, like, 9, 10-minute, whatever, developing time. So, unfortunately, I'm going to have to give a really kind of a bad, fatal review to the 20th century camera device it's it's a bummer i really had high hopes for it i was really excited about it and now this is just the four by five one they're two by three one vanya uses a lot and she really likes it so maybe it's just a bad batch maybe they could do a redesign or something it's a shame but i will uh say that for my money stearman press tank uh hands down the best four by five film sheet developing trickery that there is out there and it's worth the extra few bucks to to just to get that okay uh and back to you guys thank you future eric i'm sure you had plenty to say oh uh, probably probably <laughs> so um where are you now shall i take a peek please take a peek okay let's see open it up this is a Gates of Lodor shot. So this would be the potential yogurt shot. Yes. Okay. This is the yogurt shot. And okay. I think Marley might be a better photographer than me. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a really great shot. She did a really good job. Oh, she's going to be so excited. You shouldn't be so surprised. I mean, I peeled these out. I, I, I was assuming that it was going to be completely destroyed. 
Well, if it was okay. just on the back of the film. Uh, that's not the emulsion side. Yeah, it'll be, I mean, it, it looks good. There, There's no weird, like, stains from yogurt. I mean, I guess I did rinse it really, really well before I started yeah. filming. So, it's okay. You can spill yogurt on things. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one thing we, as a podcast, as All Through Lands, want you to take out of all of this. Sometimes, you can spill yogurt on things. And it's okay. Yeah. Speaking of yogurt, why don't we check in with future Vanya and see what she has to say about her Hi, everybody. It's future Vanya here. I am taking a look at my scan negatives and the yogurt seem to not do anything to the final image. So... Spill as much yogurt as you would like on your negatives <laughs> if you want to, I guess. I'm taking a look at my photos and I notice that I am having a serious problem with composition. <laughs> a little or slightly crooked, even on a tripod. I don't know how I did that. I'm pretty sure I leveled it, but meh, it's Canyonland, so... There's a huge crack in the earth, and I'm photographing it. Uh, clouds are still nice, though, so I was right on that. The roller skate one, where I took three shots in one, turned out really nice. I like it. Good range, good tones in the middle, nice blacks, nice whites. Very happy. Marley's photo is probably my favorite because she basically schooled me. She's already a better photographer than I am, which, eh, I'm okay with. It's very well focused. Composition is much better than mine. Uh, it was a little bit on the dark side, but I think I'm going to blame that on Eric this time because I'm pretty sure he was metering. <laughs> All right. Well, pictures are good. I'm going to say that the Stearman Press is probably the best developing tank that you can get for 4x5. It just makes sense. It's really hard to make a mistake. And I've been getting really good development every single time. No issues at all. So one vote for SP. All right, back to you guys. Oh my God. Thank you. We really appreciate <laughs> all that you do. I love these dev parties sometimes. They're very cooking <laughs> show. <laughs> you know, when like you're watching intently, like they're making something super delicious and they're like, okay, well, it's got to go in the oven for like two hours. And you're like, no, two hours. And they're like, but it's okay. Calm down because guess what? We made one earlier and this is what it looks like. <laughs> but there is no trickery here. We just have the power of time travel. It's really kind of convenient for these kind of episodes. Yes, it is. It's yes. weird to have that power and only use it for podcasting, but what do we do? <laughs> So I guess that wraps everything up for us, doesn't it? I think so, yeah. I'm going to hang yeah. this up and take a nap. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you. Thank you, Thank so, you much so much for listening. Yeah. Are we doing this in unison? Huh? Are we doing this in unison? I guess so. I guess okay. we are. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.